It's a long way to the top if you want to run over your mom with a car. <laughs> Welcome, boys and ghouls, to a fucking mini-sode of Halloween's Forever Bright. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. We're in the fucking rock and roll mindset, you guys, because nothing rocks harder than fucking bad boy demons with cool coiffed hair telling kids <laughs> to kill their parents. <laughs> I fucking oh. had a blast with this movie guys mm -hmm. we haven't even said what it's gonna be but you probably read the title of the episode that you just clicked on we are talking about uh 1988 rock and roll horror classic <laughs> this one i had seen before but i forgot how fucking wild it was i feel like <laughs> i like watched it like probably half drunk on the couch and was like this movie's kind of goofy and this is the first <laughs> time i paid attention i was like jesus christ this movie's goofy as fuck mm -hmm. um had you guys watched this one before so you you asked that and yeah. i like there, there's so many of these movies that I just all have conflated in my head together because there's there's Rock and Roll Nightmare with John Micklethor, which there's... is directed by the same person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like this guy yeah. has one speed as far yeah. as directing, and it's Rock, rock and Roll Nightmare, <laughs> Zombie Nightmare, which is very it's similar, and then it has an entire soundtrack by Motorhead, and then he has this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Which there's also doesn't like have an entire soundtrack by Motorhead, unfortunately. No, no but it, uh, <laughs> they have. I think they have like Testament, maybe. So is that who it is? Oh, they have. Well, I mean, they um, have a couple. They have a couple people. Couple mm -hmm. songs pop up yeah. on there. Yeah. Um. They also have. Uh, he. Uh, just as far as like movies like this go, though, there's also like Trick or Treat and shit. Oh so, yeah. With yeah. uh, Rock's Chosen God. What's his name? Rock's Chosen Warrior or whatever. What's his fucking oh, name? I forget. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Um, in any case, guys, before we get into the actual flick, we got a couple of things we got to discuss at the top of the show. I, for one, and I think I've had this beer on the show before, but I felt it was so appropriate. I went with uh, the, the Sly Fox Black Lager because so punk rock. Black Roses and Black <laughs> is the most demonic of colors, you guys. <laughs> if the kids in your school start wearing black, buckle the fuck in. Because <laughs> shit's about to get wild. Dads are going to get fucked. <laughs> Beers are going to get drank. People are going to shot in the goddamn face. It's going to get crazy. So I figured I might as well drink up just the most satanic of lagers that I had in my cooler. So what are you guys drinking? Oh, nice. I uh, I picked up, or I have, I had this for a little while, but it's the Dancing Gnome and Short Story Brewing collab called A Brief Glimpse Through Through a Portal. And it's like double IPA, but they use that Phantasm, the the Theo derived from the wine must or grape mm. skin. And mm. it's it's pretty good. I, th I had it the day that, you know, I picked up the can and stuff like that. And it was really nice and um, getting more like citrus notes today versus like more tropical, but it's still really nice. Mm. Um, that is cool. a very dramatic name for a beer. What was it again? <laughs> Brief glimpse through a portal. Hmm. It also kind of sounds, like, sounds a... like it would be a pretty good like horror like movie name though too. Yeah. 
I was going to say it sounds like a poem I wrote in like freshman year of college or something. <laughs> it sounds like a shitty YA novel. Like a, a, a wrinkle yeah. in time, a brief yeah. glimpse through a portal. <laughs> yeah. Brian was going to say they just found your journal when you were in high school and then mm-hmm. they're naming all of their beers after poems you wrote. Yeah. They saw. Did you not know? Yeah, Are you getting paid for this? I should I should probably call my lawyer because, um, guys, I'm wearing my studded belt. I'm drinking black lager. I might as well jump back into those high school skateboard <laughs> days and start reading fucking emo-ass poetry. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. What do you got, Steve? I just have a nice IPA from Stick City, the Sprinter mm. 4x4. Mm. Hell yeah. 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 I, need, I need to get back over there. I keep saying that every time somebody brings them up, but I haven't. But uh, I do need to get over there. If you uh, have you had their Arctos twelve degree Pilsner? No, I have not. I and I see they do it on the side pour and all that. I have not been into since not long after they opened, so it's been a few years probably. Well, there's another spot too that has all side pours too. I don't know if you knew that. It's all side pours. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do need to go up there. I don't know why I don't. I just it's not even that far from me. I just I don't know. I just haven't. I've just been. Just, alarmingly busy um so the only place i ever get beers that aren't um beers from my employer is i go to creek uh uh creekside um Mm -hmm. occasionally and get some beers uh or people bring them to my house i'm pretty much just a fucking hermit otherwise um but yeah i do need to get up there yeah i I think you'd like that pilsner though because it's like it's all saws hopped and on the side pole and all that so we speak my language (laughs) speak my language um <clears throat> sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, okay. Couple of th- other short orders of business we got to get out of the way. First of all, I will say, um, for those of you who have not heard, I know it's really, it. Th- listen, the, the news is moving fast. I'm hearing it in the streets. I'm seeing, <laughs> you know, pamphlets falling from buildings. <laughs> we are going to do a live fucking show you guys uh we are going to do the podcast recording live on june the 25th at hop farm brewing in beautiful pittsburgh pennsylvania in pittsburgh in beautiful pittsburgh pennsylvania (laughs) in lawrenceville um we are going to do a live uh episode slash release party of a very uh fun and interesting beer that i'm excited to try that meg you brewed with Mm -hmm. the with those folks over there was there anybody else involved in the collaboration who else was Involved uh, we in brought that. in Coven Brewing Company. Oh, Coven, that's right. They just recently opened in Pittsburgh. So yeah, sweet, spooky, witchy beers. Fucking put a bunch of flowers in them. Celebrate May Day. We're gonna do human sacrifices. Um, I don't know. I would assume one of the three of us are gonna die that that evening. So if you want yep. to see one of our live deaths on stage, <laughs> come out. Check us out on June the 25th. Uh, we'll put up some information as we get a little bit closer on the old social media. Speaking of the social medias, you should probably go over and follow us if you haven't already and give us some suggestions and things like that. In fact, this particular mini-sode, this discussion of Black Roses was suggested to us uh, by one of our social media friends and uh, and listeners, uh, Percasso. Uh, so perk like uh, like a like like something's perky. I don't know. Perk Caso <laughs> underscore the underscore mundane. Uh, Percaso the mundane on Instagram uh, suggested this to us, and we were like, you know what? We didn't decide on something this week, so let's fucking do some black roses. <laughs> um, well, we also had 
we had issues because Meg went and saw men, but then you and I couldn't get out to the theater. That was the mm-hmm. other thing. Yes, and then, we were, and we were thinking about doing Stranger Things, but you had not been caught up on Stranger Things. So. <laughs> That's true. Yes, Plan A out the window. Plan B also out the window. So if you have a suggestion for us, it might be our Plan C. You guys send it our way. We always throw them in the hopper, whether or not we use them or not. But suggestions for minisodes or for um a, a showdown episode topics uh send them our way either shoot us an email it's halloween is forever pod at gmail.com or slide on into the dms at halloween is forever on instagram halloween is forever podcast on facebook at hallow forever on twitter or ha- at halloween is forever pod on tiktoks says one mo dms we'll get it that way too and we'll put it on the list and let the spinny ass wheel figure it out for us but speaking of showdown episodes uh meg you've been fucking sandbagging are you ready are you ready (laughs) yeah i am i'm actually pretty happy about my my choice okay all right so let's recap the the topic for our showdown episode which will which will be next week's episode was creatures from the deep. We, uh, or monsters from the deep. We pulled, uh, out for our one year anniversary. We each picked a topic that we thought was, um, one that got snubbed, uh, in, uh, you know, at some point in the last year that didn't get picked, uh, by our listeners. We each picked one and then we let the listeners decide of those three. Steve's pick creatures from the deep got selected, I decided to choose 2006 The Host, a little Korean monster, uh, uh, sea monster flick. Steve, remind us what your pick was. I picked Piranha 3D Mm -hmm. with the Mm -hmm. all-star cast, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and the great Mm -hmm. monster effects. (laughs) (laughs) Steve is making me nervous. Uh, He's scheming he's fucking up to something i don't know what it is yet he's smiling very large it's it's right now is is making me very unnerved i'm just uh, really happy with the film i went with because I, I feel like not many people thought ahead of time yeah like how good that movie is how you know when's the last time you've seen it uh i guess probably when it came out and I, right yeah i listen i'm excited to rewatch. I'm i'm gonna go in with an open mind um okay now, Meg has been sandbagging, playing fucking mind games with us. She didn't have her pick ready for last week. So do you have a pick ready for this week? Please Guys, say I'm yes. ready. I'm fucking... Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, um, no, I do not. No, I am 110% ready to go. What, what are you picking? Um, speaking of all-star cast, I have decided to, to go... With Deep Lucy. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm a cracker, you guys. <laughs> Deepest, I'm really excited about it. Bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> you guys. Uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yep, I'm ready for it. I like that movie. I listen. I, I like it. I'm excited to watch it again. It hasn't been that long since I watched it. I probably watched it in the last really? two years. Oh, nice. I've probably seen that movie a good four or five times. Oh, nice. It's a fun one to watch with a group of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's one I probably actually haven't seen in maybe ten years. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if not it, more. I mean, it stinks, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's where I'm coming from on that one. Um, it's fine. And really, I mean, the soundtrack, you guys, you can't deny that lyrical genius that is L. Wait, is it LL Cool J or Ice Cube that does it? No, no it's LL Cool J. Yeah, it's LL Cool J. I was gonna say LL, but then I was like, wait, am I wrong in that? No. 
guys. No, you're thinking Anaconda. I am thinking <laughs> Anaconda. You are 100% right, because I just watched Anaconda not that long ago. In any case, ladies, love, cool, James is coming in hard with uh, his hat is, in fact, like a shark's fin, um, and he's going to talk about it uh, at length. So go out and watch those movies, guys. Go watch Ladies Love Cool James in Blue Deep Blue Sea. Go watch The Host. Go watch Piranha 3D. Um, preferably watch The Host first. Don't throw it at Don't, the end, why, guys. Why are Don't you, throw why it are you at the end, guys. I'm curating uh, the like experience that. for them, Meg. Come quote on. Quote, unquote. Yeah. yeah. I think Brian's writing this to get it out of the way. <laughs> Yeah, there actually, we go. The, the more stoned you are when you get to Piranha 3D, the better for Steve. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, that's what's coming up next week. Um, and then, you know what? Well, we got some fun stuff beyond that, but we'll keep it. We'll keep it to ourselves uh, and talk about it uh, on, on that particular episode. Let's get into this fucking flick. John Fasano directed a little film called Black Roses in 1988. Guys, this movie had like a fucking million dollar budget. It was a lot. <laughs> was it? It really did. I couldn't believe it. It had well, surprising. Like, I know. I mean, that might be like all in promotional and everything, but like this movie had a substantial budget. And I Aside from a couple of like creature effects, I don't know where it went. Lamborghinis, yeah, yeah they <laughs> yeah. rented those. I mean, it's not like they bought Lamborghinis; they they rented those by the hour. Are you sure he didn't buy them? <laughs> Is this Are some you sort sure? of money laundering situation or something? Maybe. Well, and <laughs> and I'm gonna say this. I want to say this, but I don't want to like incur the Danzig impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> But this movie's really Italian, you guys. <laughs> it's very Italian. So much so that, um, what's his fucking name from The Sopranos? Uh, uh, Vincent Pastor uh, uh, in yeah. basically his second role ever. Yeah. Also known as Big Pussy from Big The Sopranos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he shows up and it, like just full on, hey, Stunard, go help your mother. Yeah. Go help your mother with the dishes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't eat on my salumi. Yeah. yeah, he is. Uh, it is. Yeah, we'll get there. My God, that's a fucking scene. When, when you watch that scene and the creature effects in that scene and then go, this movie cost a million dollars. That is really where it hits you in the crawl. That really sticks in your crawl when you hear that. Um, but all right, so so let's lay it out. Let's lay out what happens in this movie, right? It is essentially um, a, a flash dance, but with um, demons and metal. That's what I'm. I'm just going to throw that out. That's essentially the plot of the movie. No, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it kind of is a little bit. Yeah, no, it, it is, and it's just, yeah. it just so happens that like so like flash dance or dirty dancing. You mm -hmm. know, where these things are banned and they're frowned upon. Yeah. And like the, the father gets proven wrong in the end. Mm -hmm. In this case, father's right. Like, yeah, this is evil metal. Don't bring it mm -hmm. in. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, right all along. <laughs> yeah. It's basically flash dance with metal. Um, but then the parents were right. Right. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. And the kids uh, still killed all of them. And then the kids killed them all. And yeah, it's and and then and then but then nothing was solved at the end. But listen, we're mm -hmm. jumping ahead here, guys. Um I couldn't help but think of 
do you remember back in the day when you buy, you know, the CDs off of like late night, uh, like, uh, you know, 1-800 numbers for, you know, Columbia Club or whatever bullshit? Oh, yeah, Columbia House. Columbia House. Or they'd send the freaking, uh, they, they'd have all these like compilations, like Monsters of Rock and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't stop thinking of Monsters of Rock uh, <laughs> because we are treated early, early on, like literally 30 seconds into the movie. We are treated to... I would say the best or the second best scene in the movie, which is a fucking just band of like hair metal. It, like they're dressed kind of metally, but it's more like hair metal cock rock is what they're kind of playing a little bit. Um, and they have um, kind of feathered fancy hair, mm-hmm. um, but they is demons. So the whole band is demons and yep. they, uh, the, 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 Effects are actually not bad. Um, they're not horrible, especially the lead singer who's this big demon with like this big like kind of claptrap mouth with big teeth. Mm-hmm. And it actually moves when he sings. Like it's right. not bad. Yeah, yeah no. It, the, like the, the effects overall aren't bad. It's just they're usually filmed wrong. Yes. And then the other thing is like they could stand to be colored differently. Because they're all like they're all for being demons. They're all ball bag colored. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. They all look a little bit like the alien from Mac and Me. Like, um, like they're that color. They also um, light them terribly. The set, the lighting and sound design in this movie are fucking horrible. Like they, I don't know where they spent their fucking money. It wasn't on actors. Lamborghini. Was this just an excuse? Excuse for John Fasano to buy him and John Micklethorpe, uh, or John Micklethorpe uh, Lamborghinis. Maybe. So <laughs> and it's just him driving around in Lambos. So again, if you go into like the cast list, yeah, like half of the cast's names end in a vowel. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> like you even have you you have Lou Ferrigno's wife uh, is. <laughs> Patty Ferrigno. Yeah. Is it really Patty? No, no it's Carla oh, Ferrigno. Okay, I was going to say. Carla if it, Ferrigno. If it's Patty, <laughs> I'm going to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's playing the love interest of the teacher. And then you also have, and this is where some of the money probably went, um, Julie Adams from oh. Creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah she played that, the woman that was like, yes, the hyping up. everyone up and like, yeah, trying to mm-hmm. get everything shut down. Yeah. I did mm-hmm. not realize that was her. Yes. Um, but that makes sense now that you say that. But I mean, that, that, that when did this come out? This is like, 35, 40 years after she, after Creature from the Black Lagoon came out, right? Well, um, I, I, if you had to pay somebody on this, you pay Carla Ferrigno and uh, and Julie Adams. These are the do, two names that get money. I guess. Does, does Lou Ferrigno's wife, like, has she been in other things? I assume. I was like, going to say, like, I, I, I would never know who Lou Ferrigno's wife is. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, I, I only know it because I looked it up. Yeah. And yeah, she. I guess she did. Uh, yeah, she did two movies before Black Roses, and then she was in the Death of the Incredible Hulk TV movie. So, <laughs> oh, and then she was on the King of Queens a lot, playing herself, oh. because Lou Ferrigno was on that show, oh, playing I, himself. I, I forgot that he was on there. Yeah. Oh, good God, that show 
fucking blows. Um, <laughs> uh, my friend Brian, for for like a hot sec, he was trying to convince me that that show was really good and really funny. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you got to try. It's really fun. And uh, we sat down and watched episodes. I'm like, the show fucking sucks. <laughs> it's not even a little bit funny. The only thing funny about it is, uh, is uh, uh, Jerry Stiller. Like yeah. he's literally the only thing funny on there, it. There's one funny thing. I've never really watched the show that much, and mm-hmm. this is just a tangent, but it's just a funny thing to look up on the internet. Mm-hmm. Is find find like the video of Patton Oswalt explaining something he did on set, and there's there's an episode where he's in the background and then he never moves purposely like he never reacts he never like there's a whole bunch of shit going on around stone face he stands there like a creep the entire time and doesn't move yeah so it's it's a very funny thing to just kind of you watch it's just but like yeah i like some of the people on the show Mm -hmm. like you know and i don't even really i don't have any issue with kevin james i mean i don't think he's necessarily funny but i i don't hate him or dislike him or anything like that it's just not a fucking funny show yeah, I don't sitcoms know. aren't <laughs> i know i know well there's something yeah any, anyway we're getting off on a tangent here um we didn't come here to talk about king of queens we came here to talk about satanic rock and roll music guys um i did make a note here so it starts out like i said demon band fucking mm-hmm. full makeup it's pretty sweet you're like oh shit 30 seconds in we're getting goddamn demon band i do appreciate that the demons have human hair which i did mention <laughs> yes i did make a note because i kind of blurt laughed out loud 30 seconds in when they cut to the crowd and it's a bunch of kids and there's a kid in the front row f- just flailing his arms like the swedish <laughs> swedish chef <laughs> 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 like his arms are made of rubber uh, i don't know why uh it really it tickled me um but then, yeah, cops bust in and go to shut down the show. You don't have any idea what's happening. And then some just like kind of quasi skeletons come out of the of the yeah. auditorium. But they're kind of like people in skeleton shirts. I don't know. It's like I said, it's lit really, really poorly. They could have made the effect serviceable, but they didn't. There, there's there's no consistency with the yeah. effects and what the demons look like. Mm-hmm. No, sometimes they, sometimes they look like the ball bag Mac and Me's, mm-hmm. but then like other times, like you're saying, they have like these weird like Halloween store skeletons. It's just like this is what we had. Sorry. Yeah, it, like yeah. you could tell they were like, well, we need to have more like creatures on screen. We don't just want to have a bunch of kids there. So yeah, it those scenes. It looks like. Have you ever seen a. Uh, the, the the Vincent Price, uh, Peter Cushing, uh, r- well the wraparound part have has them in it. It is a uh, 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 Monster Club. Okay, no Monster Club is a lot of fun. Um, it's like a musical anthology, really campy. Anyway, it's awesome. But okay. there is there is a Monster Club that they are in, and like monsters are dancing and doing club things, and they oh. just have like fucking rubber masks, <laughs> and it just that's what it reminded me of. It was the Monster Club. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. There was a big hubbub. <laughs> <laughs> Don't write this song right now because now that's a whole other episode. Um, yeah, so that's it. And then and then you get uh, so that this is one of those movies where no one would care about it and it would not exist in the public eye at all if it didn't have a real fast start. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like people flip this on on Tubi and start but I should mention forgive me. Hold on, let me do a little cross to my cross. Guys, 
forgive me. This is free on Tubi. I please do not smite me, Tubi. <laughs> I, that was an honest mistake. I forgot to mention. It is available in uh, our Lord and Savior's holy text, which is Tubi for free. Anyway, um, you know, you pop it on Tubi and you're like, oh, fuck, 30 seconds in, monster band? Fuck yeah, I'll hang, I'll hang out for an hour and 20 minutes. Um, but if it didn't have that, you'd turn it the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it goes monster band, then it goes credit sequence with Lamborghinis. Yeah, ominous Lambo- Lamborghinis. Ominous Lambos. Yeah. And then like the 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 kind of that that little art effect that they that do. That title screen? Yeah. 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 That rules. ruled. Yeah. I literally wrote that. Title <laughs> screen rules. That's yeah. my note. <laughs> there's a, there's a there's a good chance maybe a lot of the budget went into that. Yeah, to make that effect, like getting someone to hand paint over the <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, like I said, you're you're five minutes into this movie, you're like, oh fuck, this movie's gonna be awesome. Dude yeah. gets out of a Lambo with a cod piece, you're like, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, it it kind of it it doesn't hold up that level for for the remainder of the flick, right. but it's not. I didn't hate it or anything like that. No, but, mm. no, that uh, was like my only critique is that it felt slow throughout like half of it. Majority yeah, of it. too mm-hmm. much of the fucking yeah. teach teach grooming kids and just being yeah, a creep a lot of there's a little things. too much of that but we'll get into it guys um the town is abandoned all the time mm-hmm. like why anytime there's a street view is there no extras they they find i don't know if it's a, a some sort of set or if it's just one of those like abandoned towns that they shoot things in or whatever but like i'm, I'm pretty sure it was like an abandoned town in ontario okay Oh yeah, yeah this it, movie we should say is painfully Canadian. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was shot in Ontario and then parts of Westchester, New York. Mm, so mm, yeah, yeah, I got excited there when you said Westchester for a second. Thought you know the CKY crew was uh, no. gonna pop <laughs> out in the background or whatever. They might have made this a little bit more fun. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, come on, Bam! I don't want no demons playing in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just. Um, before so we go anyway, too far on that yeah. away from the band though and i already mentioned it before we were starting to record but the band actually exists called king cobra but that drummer that i mentioned that was like a tom savini lookalike mm-hmm. i was really impressed because he actually had a stint with ozzy osbourne and then also rod stewart okay. and he yeah yeah also what, what? like co-wrote uh do you think i'm sexy and oh, i was wow. like so i was just like looking into this i was like this guy's fucking awesome <laughs> He's, he's lived a life. Wait, he's, wait, you saying that's Ozzy's old boy? <laughs> Sorry, that was a very obscure Ozzy reference from the episode where Zach Wild came on. Yeah. Oh, you guys, that's, that's Ozzy's old boy? <laughs> More like Zach Mild. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, yes. Okay. It was pretty uh, yeah. fun. Yeah, that's uh, okay. I, I, that makes sense. I feel like I've seen him before. He also looks a little bit like the drummer. And actually, now that I think about it, from This Is Spinal Tap, do you think maybe the drummer from This Is Spinal Tap is loosely based on him? Because they kind of look alike, too. Probably. I would not be surprised. <laughs> I was really impressed. Like, he's worked with a bunch of different bands. I was like, and he, like, yeah, like, he's, like, not stopped, too. He's still doing different work. So. That is an eclectic, yeah. He is in two drummer hall of fames. Yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> that dude's sick. Yeah. Yeah. But he was pretty much the ass. only one who's like a good takeaway from that, besides the lead singer um, from that band that eventually yeah. like came out as transgender, but still didn't really have a career. But Yeah, he uh he 
has a sweet Fu Manchu, like that dude fucks. You can just tell. Um, any case, <laughs> that's how I just I just judge people also, by their facial hair. Also, good chance he's Italian because his name is Carmine Apice. <laughs> Apice. Yeah, that that sounds really really Italian. Um, I mean, which nobody is- nobody outside of Italian people name their kid Carmine. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you sound like a like a a third tier bad guy in the Godfather franchise. Villain. Yeah, yeah. or a Batman, uh, or um, fucking Dick Tracy or something. Yeah, um, yeah. So this band is coming to town. They're called Black Roses. Apparently, they are one of the most popular bands in the world, but they have never toured before. <laughs> they decide that they are going to, which is always how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They they had a studio album already. They're world famous. They're later you learn selling out Madison Square Garden. They've never toured before, right? Um, which is again, that's just that's just how it works for anybody who's in the know as far as music is concerned. Um, but they are this like satanic, loosely satanic themed metal band, but not really. Their music is fucking pretty mild, um, and their skull even is pretty mild. You know? Yeah, yeah. It looks like yeah. something I would have doodled on my like notebook when I was yeah in seventh grade. Um, yeah. They don't. It's a they Hello don't Kitty f- skull, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Despite the fact that the re- the drummer in real life fucks, this band does not fuck. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like the 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 lead singer is such a wimpy looking like pretty boy. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't not... it's like this weird cock rock type of thing. Yeah. Like it's not metal really at all. The, the they would open for Motley Crue maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. being bullied by Motley Crue. Or they would open for they would open for a Motley Crue cover band. Yeah. <laughs> like at Rockin' on the River in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Like yeah. they would play Yeah. Yeah, they they play Moraine State Park or Big Butler <laughs> County Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. They would get teased at Fayette County Fair though. But they might be able to get away at with Butler County Fair. Um Oh my god. <laughs> These are some local references. <laughs> For those of you, the the four people out there listening who have been to both the Butler and Fayette County Fairs. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, the whole kind of weird disconnect here is the severity of like people's reactions to things and even the kids who are ultimately taken over by this satanic band um, and kind of used to do their bidding a little bit, like... They go from, you listen to this real lame fucking music, and they're, like, scared of it, and then they just start doing, like, not particularly bad things around town. Like, they're just, like, making out on the hood of a car, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they just start, like, shooting their parents in the face. Like, right. it's just, it just goes from, like, it doesn't just go from zero to 60, it goes from zero to to 60 then back to zero then back to 60 it's just back and forth mm-hmm. like it's just an yeah. on off switch yeah. um it, it's like once they start doing the murders they're all in yeah. but before that it's just like really weird <laughs> acts of rebellion yeah mm-hmm. yeah of like well, or what I'm they gonna... think rebellion would actually be like yeah. but it's yeah. yeah uh we'll get into a great example of it here and it's in a goddamn sec but um i like right off the bat where the mom is like Oh, Black Roses. What the hell is that? And they're like, it's a band. Like, oh, real nice. And it's not like they're called like (laughs) Satan fuckers. They're called Black Roses. Like, it's not, it's 
<laughs> that's not a particularly ominous band name at all. <laughs> like, yeah, we're we're in uh, '88. That's the founding year of Cannibal Corpse, mm-hmm. and then I think Napalm Death is around this time too. And then, yeah. Yeah. like before that, just the band Death. Yeah, and that's kind of mm-hmm. that's kind of like the emergence of death metal. But before that, everything is this kind of cock rock, you yeah. know, with the exception of Ozzy and Iron Maiden. Yeah. Everybody else is, you know, just kind of a cock rock, has the big feathered hair. Yeah. Nobody's that intimidating. No, mm-hmm. these guys are not even a little bit. Um, some, not of them are even, <laughs> some of them are even Christian because I think like Winger and uh, Tough Enough. Like, both of those were Christian. <laughs> yeah, that's not satanic at all. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are anti-Satan. Um, but yeah, so the... the uh, and, and then to make it even less intimidating, their poster isn't like some, like, graphic, you know, even like an Iron Maiden type of, you know, ghoulish, you know, thing on the cover. No, it's just this fucking dude's headshot mm-hmm. is literally the poster. Yeah. It's not scary. It's not... Like... If I listened to this band when I was little and my parents saw like that poster on my wall, they'd be like, what kind of shitty, lame ass band are you listening to? Like they would make fun of me for listening to lame band. Like these, these guys make like Sugar Ray seem kind of like hard edge. <laughs> They're not fucking cool or badass at all. Yeah. Like um, my dad would turn it off and make me listen to Injustice for All. Yeah, like, fucking- listen to Metallica. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a fucking dork. Anyway, um, you you start to learn some of the you know people around town, and this is this very like, you know, moral majority kind of satanic panic era, small midwestern town type of thing. Of course, we've it's Canadian as fuck, but you you know that's kind of the feel of it. Um, but you do start to see there's like a little bit of an underbelly of things going on, like specifically, uh, uh, is it Julie's dad, stepdad, who is a weird perv yeah he's the alcohol yeah. he's like first time you see him he's like drinking a beer and he's like yeah. touching her face and yeah. Yeah. Real he's creep. being a real yeah. fucking creep so you start yeah. to see these little skeezy things under the surface but I, then i, I want to I talk about this thread and, and like we can get into it later mm-hmm. but there is a really weird thread in this movie about comparing julie's stepdad to the teacher that she also has a crush on yeah, yeah and they yeah. both like they both look the same because they're both I think they're only two guys with like those Tom Selleck mustaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's, there, there's some other weird things that happen in this movie that just like, what are they trying to say about Julie and her relationship with her stepdad as it relates to this teacher? But the funny thing, yeah, that's a great question. And also like the fact that they te- they treat the teacher like he's awesome. Even mm-hmm. so much so as when he's on the screen, they play like this, like, here comes the cavalry type of music mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like, yeah, it's really, it's really creepy. It's like, oh, your stepdad beats you and um, maybe is uh, uh, potentially a pedophile um, and, and an alcoholic. Well, don't worry. Here's another middle-aged man that's way better suited for you, child. Like, right. it's yeah. very creepy. And I feel like they talk about her relationship with the teacher as if it's like, actually something that's going on like yeah. that mm-hmm. it's it got real awkward yeah because because the other character you're in, introduced to is johnny and johnny right. has a crush on her and johnny is also 35 but he's apparently in high school <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but like uh yeah the, it's it's like the third scene or whatever they're leaving class 
and Johnny is like waiting for Julie, but Julie is like engaged with the teacher, and I think mm. it's Tina mm-hmm. that is like you know making fun of Johnny, and he she's like basically saying I think she's already taken Johnny. Yeah, right. like they act like it's cute that. Yeah, like she has a crush on the teacher, and the teacher is grooming her. Like they act like that is a cute, endearing thing. Is yeah. is he grooming her though? Like uh, he seems he seems pretty resistant all throughout. Yes, but hmm. then he, he doesn't react to her. I'm not saying that she's not being kind of like potentially sexually aggressive at times. Obviously, she's a demon at one point and is very mm-hmm. much so. But he's not doing the things you should do if a high school student, as a teacher, a misguided high school student comes on to you. There is yeah. a very specific set of things that you need to do. And one of them is like, um, we need to go to the principal's office and iron out that this is not cool and we should probably have a conversation <laughs> with your parents. Like, he's just like, Julie, you know I care about you. You're right. just too young to fuck. Like, that's kind of what yeah. he's saying. He you d- know he what does, I mean? Yeah. He does get, like, boyishly flustered at one point where, like, he's at the venue. Yeah. And he's trying to leave the venue, and then but she's showing up to watch the Black Roses. Right. Yeah. And he, she, he's like, well, what are you doing out of school? And she's like, I could say the same thing. And then he gets like boyishly flustered. Yeah. I was like, oh, there, you, there, there yeah. is a romantic uh, uh, thread there that is very um, disconcerting. And also the fact that this whole thing, like a lot of the theme of this is that like she's like this jailbait kind of thing who's tempting him. Like mm-hmm. that's how it's mm-hmm. written in the script. And it's almost like this weird like. I don't know, it's just too dramatic, but like victim blaming type of thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a high school student um, flirting with a teacher. Now it's your fault. Whatever happens is your fault. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's I don't, very I don't uncomfortable. Know, I don't know if it's victim blaming because she does become a demon. Well, but so at a- that point, so at that point, I think it's more like a cautionary tale for teachers. (laughs) (laughs) That kid that is flirting with you in class might be a demon. That's it. It's it's worse morals. It's like, it'll. (laughs) this actually is just a PSA for mm -hmm, that. And, um, basically the satanic panic. Yeah. Or even on a, yeah, on a, on a, on a slightly darker note, it's like, don't have sex with your students because it'll come back to bite you. <laughs> like, not Literally. that it's wrong or illegal. It's just like, it doesn't work out good if you have sex with your students. Yeah. Like that. Don't let them get too close. <laughs> but no. I, I mean, even just talking about the romantic entanglements, like Johnny having a crush on her, I feel like, and maybe it was pretty normal for movies to do it. It's like Johnny's kind of just kind of assuming like, why would you be with an unavailable person when you can be with me you should just be with me and it's just like the way they talk is so awkward johnny does a lot of like a lot of like chewing the scenery on like on like lamp posts yeah he's always like hanging on a lamp post yep i I had the note of he's so desperately wants to break in the musical theater i know that's what (laughs) i was saying like at any moment and even the even the like the background music, which is almost always inappropriate, yeah. is like supporting it because yeah. like the, it gets these swells. Like he's about to break in the song. Yeah, it's like he's like yeah. I'm gonna leave this town and I'm gonna, <laughs> what the fuck is about to happen. You're ready for it at any moment. Yeah, yeah. No, the music, sound design, foley work, everything in the audio arena 
even the microphones really suck. Like the mm-hmm. sa- uh, at times, it's just mm-hmm. whoever the who was in charge of sound in this movie really fucked, really screwed the pooch. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, let's get back in it. So the teacher, I, I need we need to get back into the main plot of the movie here, which is uh, where the fuck do you get a white turtleneck? <laughs> the teacher is wearing a white turtleneck with like a hooded cardigan over it and it's like a bold choice and then it got me thinking aside from like a a competitive cheerleading catalog where do you get a white <laughs> turtleneck like that <laughs> like did he go to sears and get that or like where do you get something like that i guess maybe in 1988 yeah <laughs> jesus christ um yeah, but the the whole thing here is like he's the cool teacher. Right. He raps he raps real with the kids. He even swears in class sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um like you at any moment you expect him to f- turn a chair around, sit backwards on it, you know? Yep. <laughs> um but uh yeah, so the band comes into town, they're like, "Hey, we're going to play four consecutive nights of shows in this small town and their excuse is like hey we're kicking off our world tour we need to like iron the kinks out a little bit on our act before we go out on tour so we've chosen this tiny town to do it in the parents and teachers and everybody are all up in arms about it the kids are you know all pissed off because they want them to cancel the shows Ultimately, the whole like PTO mayor, everyone goes to the show and they basically do a bait and switch situation where he comes out wearing like wearing all white and everything, which was creep the creepiest. If I walked into my kids like listening to like full on death metal versus walking into my kids listening to that song they played at the beginning with that white outfit i'm a thousand times more concerned about the Mm -hmm. latter right he it was like oh they're not singing about saint satan they're just doing a regular old normal cult yeah like that's yeah well like like that's like that part didn't totally make sense why they didn't like it didn't make sense that they didn't catch on because at that like town hall meeting and all they were talking about is they're actually like talking about the lyrics yeah like and quoting they, the lyrics yeah and then they go to the show and they're like oh this is like a nice nice sweet song let's get out of <laughs> here guys about my hometown it like, reminded it did me of uh, make sense did you, did you, have either of you ever seen this is a highly underrated film uh national lampoon senior trip Mm-mm. no from like mm. the late 90s. Okay, I'm not going to pull the mm. reference then. But there is a band that plays in it that's like a drug. It's like a band they have to come play at their school to basically tell them to stay off drugs. And it just reminded me of that band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, go watch that movie. It is fantastic. There's actually a lot of good people in it. It's really funny. It's really stupid. Uh, it's wildly inappropriate and does not age well, but it's a blast. <laughs> um, it's okay. Neither did this movie. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So so I, I just wrote at this point, I don't even know where I got this from. I just wrote, Johnny is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything Johnny's doing. Yeah, we can all we can all agree Johnny is not cool yeah, at it's all. Fucking, it's fucking thirty five, bad hairline, looking like Will Forte and hanging out in high school. <laughs> Will Forte, receding hairline, having ass motherfucker. Um, yeah, Johnny's not cool. He 
sucks. Um, yeah, he's just doing lame stuff all the time. Like he's supposed to be kind of threatening, but he's not at all. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, this is what I wrote. You know, whenever the guy comes on screen, the teacher whose name is Matthew, right? Um, mm-hmm. Who's you know grooming Julie? Uh, he comes on screen and they play this like music that sounds like it's from homeward bound like it's this like epic like adventure kind of thing like we're setting out on an adventure type of like backing track when he's on screen it's It's, it's like it's like they went into a music library and they said matthew is the hero of our film so let's look up hero tracks yes yeah yeah (laughs) and then then, but all hero tracks are like from like you're saying action films yeah or like like a fucking uh uh john wayne movie or something right yeah 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 it's really bad it doesn't it doesn't work and it's weird because he's such a like he's an english teacher he's talking about wordsworth and shit like who gives a fuck like <laughs> wearing a turtleneck like fuck this they act like he's a hero he until the last five minutes of the movie he doesn't do anything right <laughs> he doesn't do anything he doesn't save yeah. anybody he's not a hero in any way he's just a guy with a mustache that's creeping on high school girls like he's he, not cool at all he decks a high school girl <laughs> yeah, we'll get that he fucking cups her ear we'll get that yeah. he gives her the mean joe green ear cup and then <laughs> Oh God! Um, so, but speaking so, of him creeping, like yeah. the scene we were just talking about with Johnny and Julie, and then Johnny at some point makes the decision. He's like, "I'm going to paint the town red." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I like was just cracking up. That. The, I thought it was so like, dumb. Yeah, he was like, this is when he's like, oh, we're going to rebel. And he's the one who's like one of the first ones that's starting to get affected by the the band and, you know, starting to turn bad. And he's like, I just want to get out of this town. Like he just, (laughs) like I said, you just think at any moment he's going to burst into song. But then he's like, I want to paint the town red. (laughs) Literally. And he goes and gets, he gets a can of red paint and then. We never really know exactly what he's going to do. We assume he's going to paint on the street. He Maybe. did. He like there was a couple lines. Well, no, and like <laughs> when that scene was leading up to it, and he said that, I was like, "Please don't literally. Please don't literally do this. Please do not go to paint." And he fucking ran back Please out. Don't paint. literally like, paint the town red. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It was so dumb because, okay, so they opens the can of paint in the middle of the street. You never see him paint anything. You do come back mm. and see that, like you said, he painted like a line on the road that was red, probably what, 18 inches long? Yeah. Like, not anything. You honestly, yeah, exactly. No one's going to even notice that, let alone care. And then the teacher, the, the, the poetry teacher, starts walking down the street. They see him and they're like oh shit run he's gonna see that we opened a campaign (laughs) (laughs) not a police officer no run oh jesus christ the poetry teacher is gonna see that we opened a can of paint (laughs) and i will say in that scene julie is a piece of shit because (laughs) as they're running away you hear Julie yelling, Johnny, wait up. Don't use my name. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he fucking docks me out here. Fuck you, Julie. <laughs> Julie, you fucking narc. Um, <laughs> Dumbass Julie. <laughs> um, here's another example of like how things, like this movie up until this point, with the exception of the demons in the first scene, this movie could be on uh, a fucking Disney channel. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing 
at all happening. Nothing scary, nothing really foul mouth, anything like that. It could be a fucking very special episode of Boy Meets World. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the kid just <laughs> makes the blowjob motion. Did oh, you yeah. See that? When very aggressively. The, yeah. The, when talking about them there, it's like, he does it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually you just do a couple pumps if you're like, you know, like you did like 10. Yeah, he was taking it to completion. <laughs> he really was. Oh, good God. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where like things just <laughs> the tone is all over the place in this movie. Um, so um, they are acting like so. So the teacher knows it was Johnny and Julie out there. They are acting like Ju- like Johnny like committed armed robbery. Like they are acting like it's something horrible. Like he's really done something serious, and like he's gonna get sent to jail for the rest of his life. He just opened a can of paint in the street and yeah. maybe spilled some of it. Like it's so strange. It's such weird writing. It just it doesn't make it really any damn sense. It, it like it's the kind of thing that like children, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, if you're like a fourth grader, maybe you'd react like that. Yeah. Because it was like the first bad thing you ever did. Yeah, I was but gonna like, say like I, honest to God, did way worse things than this on a regular basis when I was like eight. <laughs> like, this, is, like, like, this is not. This is like, and that's not like I was some sort of like insane, you know, juvenile delinquent. This is just like how mild the the things that they do are in the first, yeah. and then just in the first part of the movie. Um, there, it, I will say though, and. Again, this just shows like what a turd Johnny is. Mm-hmm. But like for no reason, there's that parking lot brawl. <laughs> oh yeah, this is good. And, yeah. and then fucking dude gorilla press slams like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, is that <laughs> Vader's kid? What did you yeah. fucking press slam a dude in a street fight? <laughs> he press slammed a dude in a street fight. He throws him over top of girls. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like he just tosses, them, like, like shakes like, him, and throws him. Yeah, over. yeah. The girls are standing there and they're just like, oh, here comes a dude. What the hell? <laughs> well, and also like that kid was like, um, he he. I'll be honest, that kid did not look like he could press slam somebody, but he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But then, he's strong. Yeah. He's strong. <laughs> um, but then he also, uh, the other thing I loved about that was the kid who was being press slammed was so obviously trying to balance. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, man. He was, he was not he selling. He was have boogie boarding. <laughs> <laughs> he was not selling that press slam well. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, the 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 <laughs> I wrote that the teacher and the lead singer of the band, Damien, has they have a tremendous amount of sexual tension, <laughs> like, <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> yeah, like a ter- alarming amount. Uh, yeah. You really thought that they were going to fuck at some point. Um, but yeah, as soon as the parents leave after the really creepy, yeah, I I just wrote. My Hometown, which was the band they were singing when the parents were there. I just have My Hometown Does Not Fuck. <laughs> That's, that was my note. Um, as, but as soon as the parents leave, then they just move into like slightly edgier movie, mo- you know, slightly edgier music, and they like change into bondage garb. That's pretty, pretty much, much the only yeah. difference. Um, but not still pretty like lame ass music like soft boy Mm -hmm. fucking metal for (laughs) sure um but yeah even the like i i 
I was thinking, even if the parents saw the the, the quote unquote edgy performance in the first show, I don't think they would have had an issue with it. No, <laughs> they're just been like, oh, okay, well, these guys aren't that bad. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, they're like. <laughs> They're really concerned about people like Ozzy and Judas Priest coming through. Yeah. They don't, like, this is like, whatever, it's just those kind of knobs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is actually what it is. It seems like a rural Canadian Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah. that was my yeah. note, is that he pretty much looked like, like he was, looked at a picture of Judas Priest was like, this is what we all have to look like. This is what everyone's scared of. <laughs> yeah. Let's like, do they it. Can't, like they could never I'm see sexy. them live because they're in like way too far out in fucking middle of nowhere Canada. But yeah. they but they do like occasionally get like several month old like metal like magazines <laughs> that right, they buy yeah. at like seven <laughs> eleven and then they just like try to dress like them. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh wow, that's they got a lot of leather, don't they? Oh, <laughs> hey, well, it looks like we got to step up our leather game, eh? Oh, look uh, at that one. He's got a chain. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But it's actually just moose leather, so. Right. <laughs> moose leather. That's the kind of leather they got up there. We call uh, it leather. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I can't help it. All I can think of is, fuck you, Jonesy. Fuck you, Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so yeah first press slam i've ever seen in a street fight um <laughs> that's pretty impressive um the guys did you guys catch the the smile um i don't even remember the context but the main dude's smile like when he comes on stage one time is so fucking creepy like that was honestly the scariest part of the movie <laughs> there's nothing scary about it but the guy's smile I don't know if I caught it there when Matthew was going to meet Damien and then Julie walked in like that interaction when he oh, kept looking back to you. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yes. cool. okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. When no, she he... says, uh, well, I could say the same, you know, you should be in class. Well, I should say the same to you. And then he kind of like, uh, awkward and walks out. Then yeah. they turn back to Damien and his smile. He's just so like, intense. Yeah. Yeah. Also at that point, I was like, wait, is that Damien or is that like their tour manager or something? Because he didn't seem to have the same hair. He doesn't. He has short hair in that scene. And I think it's just like another way for him to sell the clean, like the clean image. Because he has his, he has his shirt tucked into his pants. Yeah. And then has like this short, short hair. And then I guess this comes into play later because then he just reveals that he's bald because he's a monster. That's the big reveal. Yeah. He's bald. (laughs) But yeah, there, there's definite definite sexual energy in this scene too. Yeah, because the whole time him and Matthew are interacting, Matthew is drinking a big glass of milk. <laughs> it's yeah. the weirdest thing. Yeah, and he's just but like he, a, so a weird. It's a big water glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, and and Damien's just eye fucking him, and he's yeah. just like blushing and just like ooh. <laughs> it's just like I really thought they were gonna fuck. I'm surprised they didn't. But I like, mean, that would have made the way more interesting film if it turns into like some demonic sex orgy with the teacher and the band. And it's like, <laughs> come on, that would have made for a way more interesting movie. Um, yeah, I love the one. The first line of the one song is like, "Leave me alone." <laughs> I just thought that was like the angstiest, so shittiest yeah. line. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the this is the scene we get into where the one you know tough guy kid in school he's at home and you get to see his tough guy dad, which again is played by Big Pussy. 
um, from <laughs> The Sopranos. Um, and he's just so stereotypically Italian. Yeah. Uh, he's got, I mean, literally so much so he's got like the white tank, the undershirt mm-hmm. tank. Yeah. He's, it's just a dirty white undershirt. Yeah. And then he just walks in. His hair is fucking slicked back. Yeah. Yeah. And like to a perfect, you know, black hair helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first line out of his mouth is, hey, Stu Nod, go help your mother. <laughs> yeah. And he just says a bunch of Italian things, drops a homophobic slur, then. <laughs> just gets <laughs> murdered by a hand puppet i don't know right after i kind that. of like i don't know that was might have been one of my favorite scenes in this movie i don't know why i was like yeah oh this record player coming to life fun i mean it was a fun yeah. scene and i felt like the the demon there was actually one of the better ones in the movie too yeah i felt like it was super it was creepy and like i like the concept of it i feel like it would be really cool like art piece like someone just like sculpture that yeah. I'd, like want if, it. You, if you read it in a book it would be a hundred times scarier sure because the, the whole setup is like the the uh, italian son is listening to the black roses on vinyl yeah and then like he uh italian father tries to shut it off but it keeps coming back on and off and that's mm. creepy and then like the vinyl starts bubbling and oozing yeah and then a monster comes mm-hmm. out of the speakers like that's you know that that could be real but the way it's realized is just like this thing this weird puppet jumps out and he goes hey oh hey yo <laughs> what the fuck yeah but he does uh at first it's it's so it goes back and forth between you know what is essentially a hand puppet mm-hmm. and a um and this like graboid type of uh like um puppet that doesn't really move so it's shot really poorly like it could have mm-hmm. looked okay but instead and 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 the 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 dad is not selling it at all he is no selling this whole fucking scene right. um he, like at one point the 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 demon you know pan puppet is right in his face and he's just like mouth closed like kind of giving it the side eye <laughs> like just, just no selling it hard um, but eventually it does suck him into the speaker on the wall that has now become demonic itself. Like there are like weird tentacly things on the speaker as well. Yeah. And, and anyway, it just ingests him again. It would look better. Like, and the other thing is this scene is happening during the day. So they're not trying to hide anything. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it, it, it's like, it's too well lit. Yeah, because you can see everything wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, the speaker burps after it consumes him. <laughs> it belches, which is just yeah. They were they were uh, they were really cutting, taking their own legs out on these. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if they added that stuff in later because they were like, well, let's make this silly. I, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. The tone is again all over the place. Yeah. It's like was it one of those things where they were maybe trying to shoot for a PG-13 movie, mm. but then they realized, like, how many boobs and, like, other things they had in it. Mm-hmm. But I think like, even... Ah, fuck. I mean, they probably could have gone away with it if they would have just taken out that scene, because that scene, even later on, we'll get to it with, like, Julie, and is... I was just like, what is... My note was, why? Like, mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. Like, she and finally realized act- she had boobs. Like, is that is <laughs> well, and the one where she's in the mirror, she's just like, yeah. it's like she noticed them for the first time, right? Because right. she just, you just stand there and watch her rubber boobs for like three minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. in there, and and at that point, I was like, okay, so this is a boob double because you don't see her face, right? But then five seconds later, she comes out and and takes her 
top off as well. And I'm just like, so did they insert that other scene later? Because they were like, well, let's go harder on the boobs. Yeah, I, it is so confusing. Maybe they had a little bit of money left in their budget, and that's like the last 5000 was for the boob shot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe. Could be. Could that be. might be it. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. They they had the they had the negotiate that all the way to the end. That is going rate. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, the foley work on this one is like there's a lot of like like weird ass yeah. squishy foley foley work in this thing. Yeah, it's so cartoony. Yeah, like I have to wonder. So so we, I don't think we mentioned it yet, but like this movie was distributed by Troma, right? Mm-hmm. And trauma would do would do that in a movie Mm -hmm. so i wonder if like they did finishing on the film as well yeah like like they got a hold of a print and then as we were saying like all the other audio is fucking trash anyway Mm because like it's hard to hear dialogue sometimes and Mm -hmm. so i'm just wondering if like it's possible like they they got the film and felt it was unfinished and lloyd kaufman is like put in a burp sound that would be great yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i I have a terrible lloyd kaufman impression but (laughs) that was spot on if I wasn't looking at you, I could. could I would have sworn you, that was you just needed to sound a little bit more whiny about things. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're. That actually makes a ton of sense now that you think about it. Like they got the rights to this movie, they were like, "This is up our alley enough." Mm-hmm. Um, but the audio quality sucks. We can we can really drive the like we can get this for a song because they fucked up in so many areas. Mm-hmm. So let's take it. We'll distribute it. We'll 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 trauma it up a little bit more, yeah. um, and then we'll we'll then we'll distribute it. Maybe hey, also maybe that might explain the fucking boob scene where you don't see Julie's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's another scene trauma added in. Yeah, like we need more boobs in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, well, she's not going to do it. I mean, this they shot this three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> she's, they're like, all right, we'll get a boob double. Yeah, we already paid her for her boobs. We can't pay her again for boobs. All right, we'll get some cheaper boobs. Well, you know what? And that makes a lot of sense because they were definitely two different sets of boobs. Mm-hmm. They were not that the one in the mirror. That that's why I was confused. As I was like, was that supposed to be Julie? But then you show her, and I'm like, oh, okay, she must have you know not wanted to show her boobs on screen. So, right. but then she does in the next scene. I'm like. Listen, yeah. I'm no doctor, but those were two different <laughs> sets of boobs. They were definitely two different boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I wrote for for demons. This band, they sure do say "woo" a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have imagined demons to woo as much. And then, like during one of the performances, they just start turning certain kids into like emaciated skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just with like his sexy eyes. I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it but, didn't make sense. And it's like, what happens to those kids? Right. Like, do they turn back? Or like, because we didn't see else? them again. Like, we yeah. didn't see them anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. But then there were like, again, rubber mask like ghouls holding the teacher when he busted in later and was like, were they supposed to be the same ones? You know, was he yeah. just? I, I I don't know. Um, but speaking I, I did, of that performance too, did you guys catch the one lyric? This was my favorite, and it was let let blood sing. I was like, yeah. That That might be the toughest one they have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a uh, a a line from a like a Disney Pixar animated film about vampires. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, they uh, the 
when when things really start to go to shit in the town and all the youths start wearing the black and listen to the Satan music, um, as he's driving around town and he's observing all observing all the street violence that's happening, it's so lame. <laughs> like there's yeah. just like not anything really scary <laughs> happening. Um, they're just like uh like two guys like wrestling around and then like people kissing on a car. Like it's not (laughs) nothing really that concerning that if I saw, I wouldn't be like, wow, that shit's really crazy here. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's so hard for us too, because we're just coming off the sadness. That's not too, you know, not two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. And there, there is so much carnage, like yeah. legitimate carnage in the streets mm-hmm. of like violence and rape and destruction. Yeah. And then we have, you know, just like some muscle heads wrestling. <laughs> it's basically the it's whole more like town. Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. The whole town turned into that place where like the bad kids hang out in the Turn mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they could give them cigarettes and let them skateboard. Where's Sam Rockwell? Like? Yeah, Sam you got Rock- some ciggies? <laughs> Sam Rockwell gives you a carton of cigarettes like, smoke up, Johnny. Did you bring skateboard um yeah like this place rules yeah um i still to this day i'm 36 years old i'm still looking for that place really right? that's really the one place i'm like i just want to skateboard play video games smoke cigarettes yeah eat junk food um i did like one all of a sudden which you really don't get much from her um she's the kind of the pseudo romantic lead in the movie which she is teacher matt's uh uh girlfriend who is also the daughter of the mayor mm-hmm. um who Priscilla. apparently lives yeah. at home but she's 40 like uh, I, I like she she like lives in the house with her dad and like answers the door like like she's a child i don't know it's very strange um but she says something about he's a teacher right respected i mean not you know obviously teachers are oftentimes treated like shit in this country but like it's a very well established respected profession otherwise and Mm -hmm. she's like you're teaching a bunch of inbred morons the alphabet (laughs) yeah it's like i really like that line it cracked me up it's just so harsh and over the top it's like it's not like he's you know (laughs) has you know a master's degree and he's you know, picking up cans on the side of the street because he doesn't want a real job. Like he is literally, he's a teacher at the local yeah. high school. Like he's, that's yeah, fine. He, that's he, great. He's not like, he's not even, it's not even like he's wasting his potential. Yeah. Cause he's a poetry teacher. Yeah. He, he's, he's not like a physicist who's teaching kids fucking calculus. Yeah. 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 He's not Walter he's, White. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He's, he's, he's a poetry teacher teaching poetry. That's just what, like, <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. He's probably got an English degree. He te- teaches poetry. It's, it's, sounds it all checks out that's what plenty of people do while they're writing <laughs> yeah they just have the side job that's easy to do yeah so they can and, have time to and write she's like you stupid piece of shit teacher. <laughs> like it's just like seems really all out of it um and then after that like they have this big argument where you know effectively you know they break up kind of thing and she's like <laughs> it's like she's like uh well get out of you know what he's like where are you going? He's like, I'm going home. Or maybe I'm going to the bar. <laughs> like, yeah, big like, threat. Yeah, like, big threat. Like, like, That's so I funny. Just, well, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what that meant. Was it, did that mean 
I'm going to go like, you know, try to like hook up with somebody or did that mean just like, I might drink alcohol. (laughs) I'm not sure what that even meant. It's such a weird fucking line. Oh my God. Like that, that, that threat is only effective if like he's a established alcoholic. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Like, did they cut that part out? Because Mm -hmm. there are things earlier about like when the mayor's like, let's go get a drink or whatever, you know? Cause I was like, Oh, does he have like some like, um, like alcohol issues or whatever? No, it's never established. Right. No, and instead of like, even if she could have, if that was a thing, like go after him for that. Like instead of calling his students like idiot degens here. Yeah. Like he could have been like, oh, just go have another drink with your kids or something. <laughs> yeah. Go have another drink with your slut student. <laughs> he does have a picture of her in his house. That's not good. Yeah. Did you see um, that? That's yep, not good. I did. That, like Johnny that. and someone else. Yeah. It's like him hanging out with his students in a picture on framed picture on his wall. That's a red flag. Um, <laughs> I do like now next scene Johnny comes home from the concert and he's fucking pumped up he's just like again he's he's flash dancing in the hall and then he just goes into his room shuts place up gets in bed <laughs> and then he smokes and it's like and I wrote the demons made Johnny smoke <laughs> and then he's smoking then, indoors in bed and then a woman comes in and I think fucks him yes <laughs> Mm-hmm. What? Who was she? But um, it was like a ghost because you never I see her it was face. Julie. I almost thought it was Julie. Yeah, I think, so- I think you're supposed to think it is. Really? But like you never see her face, and these boobs are also different from Julie's boobs. <laughs> so these boobs are actually pretty big. <laughs> Steve, Steve is like he's whatever that is when you're an expert at like telling like fingerprints apart. <laughs> Steve's like that but with boobs. Um, the boobs. <laughs> but yeah, the areola diameter was way different. Um <laughs> But, but the other, her, her hair is also super teased out for yeah. her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, true. but I do the like boobs what, were bigger. <laughs> dancing coming out, the boobs were bigger in that one. Yeah. That scene, I like that scene better on account of how the boobs were bigger. That's how you know. But she was a, she was like some sort of ghost demon. Yeah. The, well, so I thought she was gonna come in through the window, sneak, sneak, sneak. Ooh, bad boy, smoking. Let's fuck, and then I'm gonna bite your head off. Like I thought that mm-hmm. was something like that was gonna happen, mm-hmm. but no. Johnny just went to a concert, came home, smoked a cig, fucked. Like, Johnny had a sick night. And yeah. it's like, I thought he was going to die or something, but no. Nope. Um, no, instead he shoots his dad in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, then, so first of all, the, the scene with the kid throwing the toys in the fire, what yeah. the fuck did that mean? It, he, was it, listen- he was listening to the Black Roses as well, mm-hmm. and that turned him bad. Is that so why he was burning Superman and Batman and yeah, not the bad guys? Batman, they were the bad oh guys, yeah. Oh my god, so Batman stupid. Batman had to go to hell by way of Scareglow. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, yeah, so so now it's like, again, smoking cigarettes, having sex, goes straight to, backs over his mom <laughs> yeah. for yelling at him, but in the most cartoonish way possible. Like the idea, if I said to you, okay, this kid, he's getting taken over by a demonic band. He gets home, his mom yells at him, and then he runs her over with the car. You're like, oh, that's pretty brutal. No, no. It was Wiley Coyote shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. he hits her, she launches 10, f- <laughs> you know, 20 feet backwards and lands on the ground. She might as well have had little fucking birds and 
tweeting around her head and her tongue sticking out. It was just, <laughs> yeah. there was no blood. It was, it was just stupid, stupid scene. And then Tina fucks Janie's dad. Yeah. <laughs> who's, um, oh, God. Who, who is now, at this point, I thought to myself, well, this guy's the worst actor in the world. But then later, there's a worse actor. But he is really terrifically bad. Um, yeah, yeah. So he, he he's trying to play off because the the setup is that Tina has to stay at the house because she can't get into her own. Right. And then she she coerces him, I guess, into playing sh- strip gin. Yeah. After Tina goes to bed, she's like, "No, let's hang out and play gin more." Do you know strip gin? Yeah, and and he, and again, they like make him kind of almost like it's cute and cartoony, right? But it's like no, he's like, yeah, let's play strip gin, high school girl. Like, it's like yeah. of course yeah. I know what it is. He's, he, yeah, he's yeah. like he's like sweaty and pensive, mm-hmm. but also just still goes along with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fucking dumb. And then eventually, she um is in like lingerie, takes her top off, starts like making out with him, and then I guess he dies of horniness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he died of a heart attack. Like <laughs> she's like, like licking his ear or something topless and he's just like <laughs> oh you didn't you didn't hear the whole uh death by lap dance yeah he mm-hmm. literally he just died from being too horny <laughs> he, um, he he died and probably came at the same time like <laughs> yeah which i guess is better than what johnny's dad gets because he just gets flat out shot in the face yeah he just gets shot in the face with a revolver and that sucks <laughs> yeah johnny just comes in not cool after, after fucking a demon or whatever just walks in with a 38 special and says dad i love you and blasts him in the face says like, whoa that just got way darker than anything else in this movie <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that's the one thing that set this movie to an r yeah and they couldn't like they couldn't cut it out because yeah. of how tied it was to a main character right but at the same time they couldn't do anything else with because like, up had... until this point all johnny did was smoke and spill some paint right <laughs> and, and, and then and just have... goes yeah. right the patricide and then he goes straight to i love you dad spray the wall with your brains like it's just <laughs> over the fucking top zero to 60 um, which, which was yeah. also wild because again because he's been such a ninny the mm. entire time <laughs> leading up to this such a good insult <laughs> ninny. And- <laughs> but because he's been that and like you just thought like oh he's the main character and so he'll probably have some effect on the ending mm-hmm. and in that, like, you know, he'll save Julie and win her heart or something. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're writing like just like a boring normal script, mm-hmm. which this isn't, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, it just makes that hard left down to I'm going to kill my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Unprovoked. He's just watching. Yeah. He like and actually he's been the only dad that's been kind of cool the whole time. Like yeah. he's just like, ah, all right, it's probably fine. Go to the show. I'm just going to read the paper. I'm going to go read the paper. Read the paper. Watching sports like all the time. Yeah. Did you catch though when my... Johnny was like talking about his dad? He's like, oh yeah, my mom left my dad because he couldn't amount to whatever. Yeah, I just was he like was scared to oh, be something yeah, or something. I know. <laughs> it was just so awkward too. Though. That was like the only. He was he's kind of mean to his dad. Yeah. So it's a lineage of ninnies? <laughs> Is that yeah. what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are descendant of a ninny and you are now in fact a ninny. I wonder what that family shield would look like. <laughs> yeah. Um but the uh the kids uh now are um now again, zero to sixty, they're now a chanting murderous cult, like overnight. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. show just 
kind of got him psyched up. The second show made him a little bit horny, little, little, little rambunctious. Now they're a murderous cult. Like the third <laughs> show is really where they closed the deal. And then the last show, which we get to here in a few minutes, is you know they're just like it. it they're not even playing music. They're just worshiping Damien. But um, <laughs> oh, the teacher. This quote I had to write down. He calls the uh, 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 mayor and is basically saying, at this point, he's the teacher. The teacher is the only person who thinks anything bad's going on with the band and all that. He calls the mayor, and the mayor's like, no, you're overreacting. He's like, what's going on? He's like, bad kids, bad music, bad news. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really forced line. It's like he doesn't talk like that the whole rest of the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but he's the only one who ma- knows that the, you know, the music makes the kids evil or whatever at this point. And then <laughs> Janie goes into the principal's office and is just like emotionless after his dad, her dad died of horniness the night before. <laughs> and then she does this little like quick demon face and then yeets the principal yeah. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty good scene. And, and dumps him into the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, he lands yeah. in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. And her line yeah. is what? Like, oh, that's a great scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which it wasn't either. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, ah. Like, yeah. Well, the whole thing was that she said, I want to scream out a window. And he's like, okay, well, I'll open the window. You can scream out, you know, get your feelings out. But then, yeah, she just eats him. Um, <laughs> so uh, the teacher. Again, he's done nothing. He's accomplished nothing. He saved no one. He's completely ineffective. But again, they give him the hero music as he runs into the library to to do some research on, like, I assume demons. I don't know. <laughs> but all he does is fall asleep till 10 a.m. the next day. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was one of those things where, like, someone goes, like, the nerdy kid goes and reads up on, you know, whatever's happening in the town. And then, you know, it's this old trope. But instead, he goes to the... He's there when it's light out. He goes, reads a book for a little while, falls asleep on the desk. That's why I think... I feel like there was an an alcoholism through line here or something that got lost. I don't know. What, What other explanation for falling asleep until... Not for an hour... Not until morning, until 10 a.m. he wakes up. Right. I I have no idea. And he makes it a point to go, ah, oh, shit, it's 10 a.m. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you could have just been 7 a.m. It could have been, why 10 a.m.? Why right. would you say he slept that long? It just seems so ridiculous, so ludicrous. Yeah, and there's nothing to establish beforehand, like, when he falls asleep. Right. Because mm-hmm. for all you know, he just falls asleep at, like, 8 yeah, right. just like yeah, he like gets like sixteen. <laughs> he gets sixteen hours of sleep. <laughs> Boy, From I'm his tired. Heart. I'm gonna sleep on a book for sixteen hours. Yeah. <laughs> his hard life of nothing <laughs> of, of talking about poetry he's read a thousand times, wearing fucking turtlenecks. <laughs> um, Don't forget yeah. his really cool Halloween sweater. He did have a cool, he, he, he had, had a couple of cool, sense. he yeah. did have a couple of interesting outfits. Um, I'm not going to lie, I won his wardrobe, but um, <laughs> at this point, Julie is starting to get wacky, right? And, you know, again, the, the grooming kind of thing continues, but Julie's been kind of the holdout, and now she's going kind of buck wild and doing weird stuff now, too. Um, and now, like I said, this concert is now just a full-on black mass at this point. And so... 
Uh, well, before that, just because yeah. there's one thing we're kind of skipping over, but we touched it a little bit. So you're saying Julie's going buck wild, mm-hmm. and this is where she's like doing the I'm going to rub my tits in the mirror scene. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's before she goes to this final concert, she comes out to the living room. Her dad, her very Italian dad. Oh, this hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she comes out and she starts rubbing her stepfather's shoulders mm-hmm. and like getting him horned up yeah. and then kills him with some random piece of shitty pottery. Wait, yeah, was it an ashtray like, or something? She just yeah. bludgeons him. Yeah. Pretty sure my roommate has like almost the exact same one. <laughs> Literally. Blood. Yeah. 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 But th- this is where they continue that weird thread of comparing the stepfather to the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is a very strong editing mark of when uh, the the father is killed, he's lying in a pool of blood, mm-hmm. and then it hard cuts to the teacher in the exact same position asleep on the book. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. The, it's, the, it's the exact same position in framing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's just like, it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. Because they're basically insinuating, like, like, obviously that the stepfather has been abusing Julie. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, for some reason, like misplacing her the, her behavior or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, also the could, it could also be if they're like bringing those two things that close is just that she clearly doesn't have a good father figure. So maybe she looks at the teacher as kind of like a father figure, and maybe it's it's. I mean, it comes off like this weird, awkward, romantic thing, but maybe it's just as simple as like. That's just a replacement dad that she, you know. know. Yeah. And he even says that later. He's like, you're like, I'm like a father to you or whatever. When she's Mm. like all demonic and coming on to her or whatever. But it was, um, yeah, the fact that they, there was so much inappropriate interactions between the two of them and they acted like it was not a big deal, I think is the thing that like framed everything up in a very different light 25 years later you know what i mean yeah but yeah it's just one of those things it's like because the rest of the script is so weird Mm -hmm. and like you know like doesn't have these themes Mm -hmm. but then there's just this one weird b plot and then like the editing of the film is so tied close together and the looks of the stepfather and the teacher are so tied close together yeah it's like were you trying to write something like smart? Into there was some this? subtext that you were trying yeah. to float that never really landed. Yeah. You're trying to float something in your <laughs> monster puppet metal movie? <laughs> yeah, it might have been. Um and also I did notice this. The 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 script was written by a woman. Mm. That's it was interesting. Cindy something, which I didn't recognize her name, but I was surprised to see that. So yeah, maybe there is maybe there is a little bit more more to it. Um and Lloyd Kaufman just fucking horned it up, choked any of the meaning out of it. Yeah, when he <laughs> um, just added like boobs and like <laughs> weird sound effects. <laughs> At this point, um, I said Julie's mom has now officially. I think it's Julie's mom is now officially taken the reins as the worst actor who ever lived <laughs> when she's talking to, uh, uh, I think it's the teacher, the teacher. about yeah. how she they found to her the, husband when he comes dead. to the door. Yeah. 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 And then she, her, Jesus Christ, she has like three lines and they 
are all so bad. She's she's acting like what's the aunt? What's her name from Sleepaway Camp at the beginning? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Aunt she Martha. Is. Yeah. She really is acting like Aunt Martha from Sleepaway Camp, mm-hmm. but unironically at all. One of those lines, she's trying to explain that the dad is dead mm-hmm. and that there's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. It, but it, for her, she just runs her lines together and like doesn't enunciate very well. So it sounds like she says dad blood at one point. <laughs> she dad sounds blood. like there's so much dad blood. <laughs> what? <laughs> the place funny. is covered in dad blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but she boy. just like misread that and that's like the brand of the like fake blood or something. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible joke. That's actually, that's actually, they have a five gallon bucket on set that's just called dad blood. <laughs> Um, it's really, um, it's really, (laughs) it's really special. It's something special when you can have that few lines and your performance is so bad that it's memorable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to be that inconsequential to never show up again, but is memorable because you did such a bad job with the very small amount of things you were given to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, that's the way you want to stand out though. Cause I mean, uh, if you're just regular bad yeah nobody will remember you true but if you're very very bad mm-hmm. then because you you have to you have to be almost self-aware to know that you'll never be a leading actor mm-hmm. or actress mm-hmm. but if you know that you can really stink it up <laughs> Good Lord. just get it in there make it bang she was doing like she was projecting to the back of the theater it was a uh, it was very much a um a stage actor delivery i feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Um, not unlike Aunt Martha. Uh, nope. but, but, um, yeah. So then, uh, Julie saws the mayor's, was it the mayor's wife or no, daughter. no, no, no. It no, was no, the mayor's no, daughter. daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was Priscilla. He, she saws her throat and it, mm-hmm. it looks like it's, her throat's made of chewing gum. Like that's, a, <laughs> the effect mm-hmm. is not, not great. They did a bad job. But then, uh, um, yeah, I, <laughs> the the cavalry music keeps keeps happening every single time i don't know why i just made it a point to make a comment uh, in my notes every single time that you saw the yeah. teacher it was like like he never fucking does well, anything yeah at this point all he's doing is driving from house to house yeah yeah because like because he he drives to julie's house and then julie's not there so then that's when we cut to Julie cutting off Priscilla's head in the car, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then and he then, drives to Priscilla's house. Yep. Is the next thing, just, and then he drives to his own house. It's yeah, just like, he learns that she's dead via a phone call from the mayor, right? Mm-hmm. And then Julie knocks on the door, and now she's full on demonic, you know, demonic uh, Sandra D from from Greece now. <laughs> like she's got the fucking leather and the hair up and everything. And um, I'm gonna. I'm going to describe what happens. Julie, I guess, tries to blow him, but then he cups her ear. <laughs> <Joe Green. laughs> and then she and then she now has demon teeth and a glowing purple claw. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck, things are getting wild. And then she transitions into full on Mac and me like ball sack spaghetti demon <laughs> yeah it, it is it is a wild design to give yeah. it a giraffe neck yeah but then a bald like curly ha- howard fucking you know just <laughs> yeah and then the eyes the eyes on all these puppets bug me because they make them all very rounded 
mm-hmm. which is like something like you would do f- almost yeah it, and it's something you would do for like uh, an empathetic character mm-hmm. mm. you know like if you think of like other cartoon characters the way like they're just big bulgy eyes or well imagine you know, yeah it's like i mean especially this one is the one that looks a lot like mac from mac and me mm-hmm. but especially the eyes because yeah. you know, think think about that famous scene that you know he used to uh, Paul Rudd used to always bring on the Conan O'Brien show, right? Yeah. And he goes like, "Ooh!" He pops up and has his eyes rolling around. This is what the yeah. fucking eyes look like. And and they want you, it's because those eyes are like supposed to connect you with humanity. Mm-hmm. That's not the eyes you put in fucking demon heads, right? Like, 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 I don't yeah. know if yeah. I don't know if this would have been actually a thought out process. Like it probably was just like, what's the simplest type of eye to make? Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. we are thinking about it, if like we kind of wanna empathize with or sympathize for the kids that are getting turned into demons, so I, maybe I don't. Perhaps I, I do. <laughs> I like just don't the, think it would have been a choice. I like to imagine that the special effects guy was walking down the stairs, you know. <laughs> Where he's walking down the street with his, uh, you know, his tackle box full of eyes. <laughs> he forgot the latchet properly. It opened up. A bunch of them went down the sewer drain. So he was like, they were like, hey, we need some eyes for the steam. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, no problem. Oh, shit. All I got is big teddy bear eyes. All right, fuck it. All I got is these big green eyes <laughs> for, for fucking puppets for children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the teacher just just whoops on the demon with a tennis racket. And this is the type of thing where it's like the the demon itself, I guess, if they just showed it for a quick second and like lit it well and, you know, animated its limbs in a more deliberate way, it could have been effective. Mm-hmm. But instead, they just throw him in the room with the teacher and go, all right, fight the demon, you know, yeah. under like fluorescent lights. So it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks fucking stupid and floppy and rubbery. And he sticks a tennis ball in its mouth. And the te- and of course, its mouth can't open and close. So it just kind of spits it back out. It just looks like a fucking yard prop because they mm-hmm. just shot it so poorly. Yeah. And, and this is another one of those things where like, again, because it's in full daylight in full interior light, mm-hmm. you see all the flaws. You see like even a handle attached to the arm at one point. Really? Uh, I didn't yeah. notice that. Uh, you can see uh, you can see just like the scale is incorrect because mm-hmm. it's it's obviously shorter because people are ducking down behind counters and stuff <laughs> because they can't show the full prop. And yeah. But like you're saying, Brian, if they shot it differently, like there's always that kind of lazy thing of like shooting from the POV of the monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they could have showed like the claws moving and going in and out. Something. It's just like, yeah. Like it just, yeah. It, but it's obviously they put a lot of work into this fucking thing. But at the same time, it's not like a good, it, I don't know. Don't show it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they did it a disservice for sure. <clears throat> Eventually the teacher stabs the Julie demon, um, and then decides he's going to go to the show and, uh, and, and he goes and stops and gets some gas, which why did they have to show him stopping and getting gas? Like stopping and pumping gas, like just 
come in with a gas tank you know what i mean with a gas gas can maybe um, maybe it was texaco product placement <laughs> i guess so he walks in with the tank you know five gallon tank of gas and sneaks in very easily because all the kids are like kind of like kneeling down or something and he's just walking in like he, and then yeah. he finally starts like crawling up to the side of the stage no one sees him he's the most you know he couldn't be more conspicuous looking. And then he just starts <laughs> dumping gas on the stage. And at this point, <laughs> Damien looks over and is like, get that guy or some dumb line like yeah. that. Um, and oh, we did mention at this point that everyone is just like grabbing Damien's chode at this point. Like, mm -hmm. just like 10 girls just like rubbing the spot between his balls and his asshole for some reason. Yep. I'm like, well, this is uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, Julie's back. <laughs> yeah, and Julie's back. Did you just stab her? Then I, yeah. I actually went back and was like, wait, was that not Julie? But no, it's Julie. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, not at all. And then they do this big dramatic reveal where now he's like painted up and he's got like all this makeup on and his hair's all blown out and he basically looks like... Uh, uh, Oh shit! What's her name in in Ghostbusters two? Where she opens the door and is like, "Are you the key master or whatever?" What's her name? Um, oh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney as Weaver. The, yeah. Yeah. She, as Zool. Zool. Yeah. He kind of looks like Sigourney Weaver in this moment, like the way his hair's all teased out and his makeup's on and stuff. And um, yeah, he doesn't notice the tank of gas, I guess. And then he does this big reveal that he's bald. Like he's got a ball cap on and they act like it's this like dun 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 moment but it's just like right. he's bald but we're like we know he's a demon so why do we yeah. care that he's bald it's just you know the the demon transformation kind of happens and then it goes from like kind of what you were seeing the first time around to now this like almost like kind of frog lizard monster type of thing like That's it looked it, yeah, said like lizard alligator type you would monster. have thought to, that it would be stomping around <laughs> like a, a miniature city in like a kaiju movie like that's what it mm -hmm. looked like it's a uh, uh, like uh do you remember land of the lost oh shit yes you're right it looks like something that would be on land of the lost like yep. this sort of we tried to make a dinosaur but it didn't come out right <laughs> and we got to put a guy in it and yeah you know, so it's got to stand upright so like it's <laughs> right. got to be a guy but i don't know it has big forearms so yeah but this was weird because it like the eyes actually blinked on this on this one like they put yeah. a lot of money into this fucking suit yeah again the eyes blink but they're also still the rounded they are the big weird round eyes too yeah <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like it, and then again, it's ball bag colored. It doesn't have like any horns. You would think, hey, mm -mm. Uh, horns would make it look demonish. The, there's not enough teeth on it. It looks just kind of like a, kind of looks like a failed dinosaur. So it's not <laughs> wish. Wish.com T-Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't look intimidating. And then again, it's not filmed quite as well. And there's a scene where he kicks it where he kicks it in the crotch yeah despite there not being any dick or balls or nope. cloaca or anything nope but it still it still reacts yeah. yeah it acts like it got kicked in the nuts it, it acts was like a it got wolf kicked. man got nard situation yeah. that was but like it, an accident they left in yeah right and then the suit folds up like it, it's like it's very yeah, the rubber you can see it yeah. fold yeah it's the most obvious 
guy in a suit part. Of there's like no muscle. The there's no skin. It just literally looks like, like I said, it, it honestly just looked like a, like a really low budget kaiju mm-hmm. costume kind of yeah. thing. Then you get the saddest delivery of a like catchphrase at ever, you know, when he goes, uh, this is the teacher. He has now spread gas everywhere, I guess. And he goes to throw uh, a flare that he has found. And he goes, show's over. <laughs> but the, the, like, it didn't get the line very well. So they try to turn the volume up and it's like muffled. Yeah. So his big catchphrase is like, show's over. Like, it just <laughs> sounds, sounds so bad. Um, and Did then, you guys notice that the band kept playing too through all of that scene, oh, yeah. which was just oh, so yeah. weird? <laughs> well, they're in a trance. It's demonic trance. Come on. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, they weren't playing before. They the, right. the the band was the guys that were holding him before yeah. he did the Captain Kirk fight. Yeah, and then they let him go to go play. They're like, yeah, now it's time to get it on, and they're gonna start a fire. And what the hell? Why the hell did he grab Julie? And then just yeet her off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> he throws her off the stage. And to make it even more confusing, two things. One, he's just going to set the theater on fire, I assume, is, yeah. is what he's trying to do, right? Does he just assume he's going to kill all the kids? Because the kids do snap out of it. But there's no contingency plan on how to get the kids out. He just runs out. <laughs> leaves yeah. them he all just... in there to burn. He grabs Julie and leaves, and that's it. Yeah. The rest of them have to figure their shit out. <laughs> yeah. And then they he, they show him igniting the demon with the torch, with the, the flare. Mm-hmm. But then they cut back to inside, and the demon's unharmed, and the stage yeah. is on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, and they're playing. Like Meg said, they're playing yeah. along, and then the demon is just waving its arms in the fire. Yeah. And then all the, all the, and then I love this one. Just so meaningless, so dumb, just like such a predictable thing, like a child would write into a script where you go outside and uh, they're just like, well, that was a relief. We got out of here. All, meanwhile, the entire s- school is full of burning children still. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and he's just like, the mayor comes up and goes, Jesus Christ, you were right all along. <laughs> it's just like such a dumb. We didn't need that closure or anything. You know what I mean? It's just right. like cut fucking just cut it right there. But um, then the, the Italian kid comes out and does an extended arm burn. Um, and he's just like, ah, oh, you motherfuckers. He's just like, it's just yeah, nobody knows who he's yelling yeah. at. He's just yeah. yelling because he's on fire and nobody's helping him. Oh, it's just so it, it makes absolutely no sense. There's no there's no reason for it. No one's trying to put him out. No one's really concerned. And mm-hmm. then and then the uh, like literally a child was just on fire. One of your students was on fire and the mayor just goes, this is a nightmare. he says it very much like that he says it like he like he got to avis rent a car and they didn't have any cars left that's how he said it but instead he was referring to all the children being burned alive right he's like this is a nightmare all the all the parents are dead and all the children are burning yeah this is a real nightmare and this is a whole thing 
This is wild. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, <laughs> honestly, this is getting ridiculous. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I have to say. Yeah. I'm going to write an email. I'm going to call customer service. Yeah. Um, I don't but... think I should be married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a strange line delivery. And then you get, of course, the, <laughs> the news broadcast of... Uh, Black Roses and Damien are, are, they obviously survived. Not only did they survive, this is six months later, and they are kicking off their global tour in New York at sold out Madison Square Garden. And, you know, obviously they're going to take over the fucking world or whatever the insinuation there is. And then they cut to credits and it's just that, corny dorky headshot of damien and it just goes evil <laughs> yeah that was so weird <laughs> it was so strange it was like in early early like end of the 8-bit early 16-bit era of video games where they would do um you remember in like blades of steel where it's the oh, first yeah, time yeah. you ever heard a, a human's voice through like an eight bit system. It's like blades right. of steel. Like yeah. that's what it sounds like. It's like mm-hmm. evil. And then it's <laughs> credits. And I was like, I was like half expecting. I was like, did, did he like screw up the line or something? Cause I thought it was going to be like evil never dies or, yeah, no, you know, something like that. But no, he's just evil. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the laugh. I forgot about the laugh. Oh Jesus Christ. Like, it's terrible. Fuck. Um it is definitely one of those movies that was is bad enough to be fun mm-hmm. for sure. And honestly, it's worth watching for the damn demon musical number right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh and I really I I I I undersold it maybe, but I really appreciated the uh, principal getting eated out the window too. That was very <laughs> funny, and I very much enjoyed it. Um, two, two good yeats. Principal out the window. Tina or Julie off the stage. <laughs> oh, Julie getting yeeted off the stage. I forgot about that. That was a good one. Um, Th- this yeah. movie is something like, like I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of remakes, mm-hmm. but this movie could definitely like be served by a remake. Yeah. You yep. make the band a death metal band. You mm-hmm. make the effects better. You make the carnage a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty decent movie. I, I could I, see... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, I kind of feel yes and no, because I feel like the time and place of it, it like made sense for this movie to come out. Obviously, why there was like so many other ones at the same time, but mm-hmm. I would watch if they remade it. If they turned they would it probably, into Because they probably was Guar. It would be Guar as the band, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if if they turned it into like a um you know, horror comedy type of thing and they kept it kind of lighthearted but added some some um you know, moderately spooky things in there and if they made it if if like um if like Edgar Wright or something did it. You know okay. what I mean where they made it kind of funny and then the the townspeople had a personality and they were all like painfully british you know what i mean like that would be <laughs> that would be fun like imagine like uh in uh uh fucking um hot fuzz or something like that you know right. what i mean yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing yeah. i think would make it fun yeah but, yeah i yeah there's i mean there's ways to improve upon this movie it doesn't need to happen but 
you could make it better. <laughs> yeah. If you felt so inclined. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys and ghouls. Uh, that is our mini-sode for this week. Go find yourself uh Black Roses on Tubi. I think it's certainly worth a watch, um, especially if you go in with the right with the right expectations. And uh, yeah, as always, give us some more suggestions. Is there stuff you want to hear? You know, hear us talk about? Are there films that maybe we don't know about that are just so fucking ridiculous that we absolutely you know need to need to discuss them uh on the show uh please give us those suggestions shoot us over to, to social medias if you just search halloween is forever you're gonna find us on there um and uh mark that calendar if you live in the greater pittsburgh area uh june the 25th we're gonna do that there live show we're gonna do some fun games we're gonna talk about midsomar um and uh and drink some damn beer so put that on the calendar anything else Go watch, I forget. <laughs> go watch the uh, go go complete John Fasano's Rock and Roll Nightmare trilogy mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Nightmare, Zombie Nightmare, and this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a nightmare, you guys. Um, all right, we will be back next week with our creatures from the deep showdown episode, boys and ghouls. Go out tonight. Cancel your plans. Watch Deep Blue Sea. Then, immediately after that, watch The Host. Then, immediately after that, watch Piranha 3D. Back to back to back. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. off. Yeah. What are you going to do? Lock yourself in the house. It's supposed to be, I, mean, I know here in Pittsburgh, it's supposed to be a million fucking degrees. Sit in the air conditioning. Watch movies. Smoke drugs. That's what I always say. <laughs> And uh, with that being said, for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I will continue to be champ. You shut your <laughs> dirty mouth. Bye. <laughs>